This is episode number 290. Wow. I know. Oh, my goodness gracious. 290 of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. We are 10 away from episode 300, which is pretty amazing. It's crazy. It's pretty crazy. I'm Sal DiVincenzo here in the studio with my fabulous colleague, Sarah Fade. Hello. Nicole Rambo. Hello. It's nice to have everybody back together, actually, mm-hmm. in the same room, not like in different spots and then cut in and edited in. So that's very nice to yeah. see everybody here today. Uh, but we have a nice show for you this oh. week. And it is the uh, it is the last day of August, which is uh, pretty wild. Yeah. Considering yeah. that, uh, you know, a uh, couple things happen tomorrow. Uh, pumpkin spice latte is available everywhere tomorrow. Oh, right. Here, it's here. already available. It is available everywhere. Here? And yeah, uh, well, not here. Oh. Soon. Soon here. Soon here. Um, <laughs> and uh, tomorrow somebody has a birthday. Mm-hmm. I don't know who it might be, but her name is Sarah. Oh. Yeah. Happy birthday, Sarah. Happy birthday, Sarah. And enjoy, enjoy the birthday. Why are you t- Sarah's touching every all the equipment in the studio today? No, I'm trying to see what this is. Oh, that's just a light. I know, but it doesn't work. No, because it's not plugged in. It should, it's plugged into your monitor. Oh, I don't know why it's not working. But you know what that light? Do you know what that lights for? It's uh, a beautifying. It is, beautifying. It is a. It is one of the many lights that we will be using in the new studio. Uh, and there it is, and hey. she puts it on uh, because it. soon, soon. Stop shaking your head, Nicole. Soon, this will be a video but podcast. But this was your Everyone idea. Everyone can see me <laughs> shaking my head. I changed. My, okay, this is my idea. Maybe four years ago, <laughs> I have changed my mind over time. Yes. But we and will be, uh, we will, you will be able no to, this idea. yeah, you will be able to watch us on, uh, you'll be able to watch us on, uh, you on YouTube, it. which will be nice. So, uh, and hopefully that will be 10 episodes from now on episode 300. That's kind of like oh. the, the goal. Oh. That's 10 Who weeks. That 10 weeks? That's 10 weeks. 10 yeah. Weeks oh, I won't ten be weeks here. To Find a replacement? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So, uh, with all of that craziness out of the way. Um, Sarah, why don't you go first? Okay. We're both, we're talking today, Nicole and Sarah is talking about timely things. Yeah. And Sarah, we're... Re- <laughs> For once in 290 episodes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, Sarah, yeah. there is, as we're recording this, uh, there is a hurricane happening down south. Is there? There is. And you're going to talk Indelia? about hurricanes, aren't that, you? Indelia? Yeah, I know. I'm like, how do we pick these I actually have um, some articles about... Hurricanes, because okay. it is hurricane season. It is hurricane season. And these are found on our online databases at Science Reference Center and Science Online Facts on File. Oh, nice. And you can also come into the library or go to Hoopla and check out books. But if you come into the library, it is 551.63 is the call number Good uh, for meteorology, meteor, whatever. Mm-hmm. So hurricanes. Weather. Weather, exactly. <laughs> hurricane seasons. There are no seasons at the equator. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, I guess I guess that makes sense, right? Yeah, but there are in the tropics to its north and south, and it is during the tropical summer that the sea is heated most strongly, because of the high thermal capacity of water. The sea warms slowly through the summer, and temperatures high enough to trigger the development of hurricanes. They're not reached until mid to late summer, so hurricanes are most likely later in the summer and in the fall, which we know. Mm-hmm. Right. But in the Western North Atlantic and Caribbean and also in the Western Pacific, July to October is the peak season, although they can occur as early as May and as late as December. 
And they are the most frequent from September to November in southeastern Asia and between April and June and again in October, November in the Indian Ocean. Mm. December to March is the hurricane season throughout the southern hemisphere. Mm. But hurricanes never develop in the Atlantic south of the equator. What so island is that? South of the equator would be south, like northern South America, mm. or maybe Aruba-ish, right? Yeah, right, because Aruba doesn't there. really Aruba. have hurricanes, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. In the world as a whole, there are about 80 hurricanes in most years. Wow. Yeah, 54.6 in the northern and 24.5 in the southern. In the Atlantic in 1995 was an exceptional year with 11 hurricanes compared with the 1885 to 1994 average of only 4.9 per year. Wow. So it's like doubled. Yeah. That is more hurricanes than there had been for more than 60 years. And for the first time in more than 70 years, four named tropical storms were in the Atlantic at the same time. In 2001, there were nine Atlantic hurricanes and 20 typhoons in the North oh, Pacific. Typhoon. Wow. Making a total of 29. Well, typhoons are Pacific right? hurricanes, right? That's mm-hmm. what they call Pacific yeah. hurricanes. There were eight typhoons in the Southern Hemisphere in the 2000, 2001 season. The world total was there for 35, making 2000 a quiet year. Wow. Outside the tropics, hurricanes cannot develop because the sea is never mm. warm enough. Mm-hmm. They are exclusively tropical, but once formed, hurricanes can can and sometimes do travel long distances. Living outside the tropics does not guarantee protection from the fiercest of all tropical storms. Occas- occasionally, they reach northern Europe. Much weekend, weekend after so long a journey, but still with enough energy to wreak considerable havoc and made worse because Europeans do not expect them. Mm. And they prepare inadequately, right, yeah. if at all, yeah. and often taken by surprise. Do you know uh, Ireland and, and England has... has- Gotten a hurricane or two. Mm-hmm. They just don't know what to do. They just don't. That's it's... like when Texas gets snow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so we have another little article. And it's, uh, what will this hurricane season bring? And it's timely. It's 2023. Mm-hmm. Okay. but Wait, That works out. Because mm-hmm. this isn't it 2023? Yeah. So this is El Nino and warm waters in the Atlantic Ocean add uncertainty. Mm. Mm. It's hard to know how busy this year's Atlantic hurricane season will be because of a rarely observed combination of ocean and climate conditions. Mm. On the one hand, Atlantic Ocean is an active storm era a years-long period of increasing storm activity. And sea surface temperatures there are higher than usual this year, which can fuel storms. Hmm. Yes. But this year also marks the onset of an El Nino phase of the El Nino Southern Oscillation Ocean and climate pattern, which tends to suppress hurricane formation. So this combination of phenomena is not a scenario that has occurred in historical records often. So we don't know what's going to happen. That's then. right. It's definitely kind of a rare setup this year, which is great. Yeah, great. And it's another list of things yes. that are yeah. Christmas uh, hurricane yeah. launch. Oh wow! So he, colleagues, right, report that there's a forty percent chance that the Atlantic hurricane activity will be near normal, mm. which is unusually high for an El Nino year. <laughs> but there's also a thirty percent chance that activity will be above normal, and also. 30% chance it will be below normal. All so right. it kind of sounds like what most weathermen are like, where they <laughs> yeah. basically just, you know, they tell yeah. you something's going to happen and it could be one or the other way. And then, you know, if it's yeah. 50-50, they've always, they're right half the time. 
That's right. They have no clue what's going to happen this year because it's basically never happened in quite some time. Exactly. So they do predict that 12 to 17 named storms will develop. We are, as you said before, in the eyes Mm -hmm. over the Atlantic Ocean this hurricane season, which officially began June 1st and ends November 30th. Officially. Yeah. Yeah. Five to nine of those storms are predicted to become hurricanes, which with sustained wind speeds of at least 119 kilometers per hour. Between one and four of those hurricanes could be category three or greater, which means the wind speeds of at least 178. Yeah. Yeah. And the article goes on for two more pages, which I won't (laughs) go on. But if you would like, this is a much better article than the other one. They will both be on uh, the show notes and in the blog. Very nice. Yeah. But that's a little something for people to know about hurricanes. Yeah. Yeah. Really? And you can browse other articles there. Just go to um, the database uh, yeah. list on our website and uh, select science. Yeah, and then you can do a search on El Nino. Yes, and see what that's Typhoons. all about. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Sarah. Mm. Nicole. School starts next week, and depending on the day, each school district goes back a little bit different, but yeah. usually after Labor Day, except for apparently Jericho. I saw on the news on News Twelve that like Jericho is starting today. Oh, wow. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Do they oh. end early, I guess? I can't, I don't know. I, I didn't listen to the whole story. Because it's Jericho. It's yeah. Like, Reunite Jericho. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but most kids uh, will be going back next week. So these are the top 11 books to ease back to school jitters. And it's from a scholastic website. How did you guys feel about back to school when you were going to school? Hated it. Yeah. yeah every about, year? Every year. What about you, Sarah? Yeah. I, looking back on it, I don't know how I did it. <laughs> Yeah. No, I would just be a nervous wreck. Exactly. As yeah. an adult, but it's terrible. You just plow through, I guess, when you're a kid, just like, oh. Yeah. Were you like excited to see like friends and no, stuff? Absolutely not. Oh, I, had no... I saw them outside of school. And I had yeah, and yeah. I had no friends, so yeah. it's just oh, okay. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. No, I only yeah. saw people who like were not nice in school. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, because I'm like, oh yeah. You're forcing me to see these people. <laughs> right? Sal, you know. I know. <laughs> what about you, Nicole? It's fine. <laughs> I yeah. just didn't want to get up early, I guess. That was yeah. a big That's the worst. Well, you know what? Actually, I dove, and um, we started before school because it's a fall sport. And mm. um, so we had already been like starting before school even started. So I, mm. I got into a little bit, and then I was just kind of like, all right, I guess classes start. I don't, I don't remember. I, hate, I, I didn't like going to school, mm-hmm. but like I, I don't remember being like, oh, no. I didn't have first day jitters or anything yeah. like that. Just, I just was just like annoyed. It. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's you know like, what happened? When did you get? When did you get? Um, when did kids get their in high school their schedule? Oh, I think like that beginning of August. Yeah. Yeah, think, yeah. Like middle of August. Yeah. So what I would do yeah. is I'd look at it, and on the first day of school, I would run to my guidance counselor, yeah. <laughs> and she would change my whole schedule uh-huh. to what I would want. And she, I don't know if she took pity on me or if she just saw the desperateness in my eyes but she would hook me up and i would like i would move my lunch she would give me like two study halls at first and second period where i go to the nurses and sleep yeah (laughs) she was very good to me oh my guidance counselor yeah Yeah. i don't even know my guidance counselor oh no i was a regular i was like i don't like this car can you help me she's like okay yeah oh that's so nice i would always have nightmares about losing my schedule the first day of the second oh i have nightmares to this day about school yeah yeah i missed the class i'm being left behind i didn't do my homework. Yeah, it's I terrible. Still, yeah, 
School stinks. Anyway. <laughs> so back to school yeah. next week. Yeah. yeah. So maybe Wee. we should all take out some of these uh, books as adults <laughs> to heal our child. <laughs> our children in this. Um, so these are some school, uh, some school, some books for back to school jitters. So for our pre-K and kindergarten friends, maybe they're nervous about going to school for the first time. We have The Night Before Preschool by Natasha wing a little boy is having trouble sleeping for his very first day i i definitely didn't sleep well oh no yeah yeah first day of preschool he wonders to himself will there be nice people there will he have fun this book is designed to soothe the anticipation kids have before their first day of school and turns nervousness into excitement if you have older children check out the night before kindergarten or the night before first grade hmm. yeah that's nice and then um the kissing hand by orgy pen is another and then uh, we have for our pre-K to second graders, Kevin Hanks, Hankies. Uh, he's a very popular um, author, and it's called Wemberly Worried. This is the adorable and comforting story about a little mouse who's worried about everything. Her nervousness doubles when she has to face the first day of nursery school. However, in this whisker tale, Wemberly learns important lessons about confronting and resolving fears, which will also help your little one make the exciting leap into the new school year. And then for grades one to two, Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very oh, that's Bad a Day. Yes. That's a classic. That's a good one. So, uh, And then we have for grades one to four, Judy B. Jones, the complete yep. first grade set. So that's another one. Um, grades two to three, Ready, Freddy, number two, The King of Show and Tell. So this says, get your early elementary school child excited about the most fun parts of school with this endearing book when Freddie Thresh Thresher's best friend Robbie brings a real alligator head into the class for show and tell. <laughs> he wonders how he could ever compete with that. He has never had anything neat to show, but one day he stumbles upon something incredible and has to figure out how to get it to school. Mm. And then Did you we like have, show and tell? No, I was actually just thinking that. No. I don't even <laughs> remember that. I remember once, I think second grade, we had one show and tell and it wasn't, I don't think it was a show and tell. I think it was um, dress up as a, a famous person kind of thing. Okay. I never had like a show something and tell something. And the only thing I remember about that one was this little boy, his name was Joseph, and he beat his pants when he was doing a show and tell. Oh No. That's a show and tell. No, Zach <laughs> peed his pants. Joseph <laughs> was in the, like we were all sitting on the little carpet and Joseph just started screaming, he's peeing! <laughs> I'll never forget that clearly because it was actually really funny. I just well, remember. Neither will the guy that's uh, the Poor kid Zach. That, yeah, yeah. Zach will never forget that either. No, I think it's rich now. Forgetting, forgetting show and tell and just like looking through my bag saying, I have to have something in here that I can yeah. show. I know, that's <laughs> a horrible I, thing. I don't even remember. No, you never had a show and tell? I'm sure we, I, it was so bad I must have <laughs> blacked it out. Blacked it out. Of my, yeah. Like, did you guys have to be in band or orchestra? Mm. Like, that's a thing now. Like, you yeah. have to? Yeah. yeah. You have to do a lot of things now. I'm no. like, what? Do we, we got to. Things? We had a little in third grade. We had like a little session where we got to try out the different like yeah, string music. instruments and pick if we wanted to do that. Yeah. I remember I picked the viola. Quit like a month later. Yeah, I picked the flute, and I'm like, now. Yeah, and then in fifth grade was when we could see if we wanted to do band. I picked mm. a clarinet, and I quit. But we never had. I I did chorus, but we never had to do chorus. I like to do. Chorus. I thought you. I mean, I, not us anymore. I, no, I think yeah. they, they do yeah, now. I think you have, you have to, to pick now, some. Yeah. You have to pick something. Interesting. Like, don't, I thought they were like cutting all that stuff. It's, yeah. Triangle will be the triangle in the uh. band. <laughs> <laughs> we had music class, though. Like, you had music class. Mm -hmm. But that was only in elementary school. Elementary, yeah. 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 yeah, no. Yeah, once you got to junior high, you got to pick if you wanted to or not. And I never did. Yeah, I didn't yeah. either. Interesting. I guess it's good, though. Music is good for yeah, kids. Yeah, it is. If it's just, just for, like, <laughs> just for teaching... Um, organization teaching uh reading music is like doesn't it help them with their math skills and yeah, stuff isn't music? yeah all that stuff like that yeah 
and I can't do math. Maybe it's because I quit <laughs> music. Um, all right. So then for our, our third to seventh graders, we have mm. Freak the Mighty by Rodman Philbeck. That was a movie. I was going to say, I think, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, if your child's worried about not fitting in, this poignant tale will prove that just one good friend can make a world of difference, even if it's the last person you expect to be your friend. Mm-hmm. In this classic story, two misfits, a troubled, oversized boy, and a tiny, physically challenged genius team up and prove that courage comes in all sizes. And then we have Wonder Augie and Me uh, by R.J. Palacio, which is another pretty popular one uh frindle for grades four to six by andrew clements when kids feel jittery about the upcoming school year thinking about the genius ideas they might dream of in english class english class or the inventors they'll create in a science class can help inspire your elementary schooler with this book about a boy named nick who's bubbling with ideas but his best idea yet renaming a pen a frindle Mm. when the idea catches on across the nation nick has only one person left to convince of his idea his teacher miss granger who was the inspiration for 7th to 12th graders, American Born Chinese by Jean Wen Yang. The vibrant book touches on topics that are particularly important to kids this age, including acceptance, bullying, reputation, and fitting in. With three different storylines featuring three unique characters, it shows kids that you can find yourself in school all while staying proud of the culture and family you come from. I think that's now a uh, what a Disney Plus show. Mm. Yep. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, it looks familiar, too. Yep. Yeah. Cool. All right, so there you awesome. go. Awesome, there you go. ideas if your kid is anxious about going back to school. Yeah, we'll put that link in the show notes so yeah. people Just can read that Just tell them it will end in 12 years. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be <laughs> over, yeah. When they graduate. But you do, I think once you get to, I don't know, I like to, like, when you have your locker and you kind of, like, are going in the class for 40 minutes, it's more doable. You know what I mean? You, like, just get through this 40 minutes of this class. I hate, I disliked a lot of people in my school. Really? Almost every single person. I my, Well, you had a, you went to a big, giant school, too, right? Uh, Well, no, because Smithtown, I went to Smithtown West. It was only my senior year where they combined. Oh, the, okay. It was the dumbest idea. Uh-huh. And then they quickly stopped that. Oh. They did it for like two or three years, and then they were like, oh, this is stupid. Yeah. I yeah. went to Sachem when it was, it was so huge. huge. Yeah. So it's almost better. They say, and like, um, they say this for kids too who are anxious. It's opposite. So if you're like shy, you think you go to a smaller school, but you're better off in a larger school because then you blend in and yeah. no one notices you kind of thing. Oh, yeah. So like, I remember um, our like senior year, my um, English teacher was saying, like, to you, all you kids who are shy, do not go to like Sarah Lawrence or whatever. Like, yeah. they're like go to the biggest university you can find. Yeah. You're going to be a number. No one's going to know you or care about you find your people yeah and i think that's kind of like what was the nice thing about sage was it was so huge i honestly there's the people who come into the library here who mm-hmm. i went to school with but i have you no idea who they are they like recognize faces yeah i have no idea who yeah. they are i look through my like from time to time me and my friend will look through the yearbook and be like no idea no idea mm-hmm. pages yeah. just no idea yeah, yeah. no idea never saw this person no idea <laughs> wow yeah yeah, when you go to a small school and know everyone, and it's like you, you can't just, escape them. You can't. It's yeah. like every class. I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you yeah. want to reach out to Nicole or Sarah, podcast <laughs> at yeah. If we went to high school together. <laughs> yes, please let us know. Yeah, no. Thank you. Uh, well, just know that you are a mean person. And- <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, no. Happy birthday. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> Believe it or not, we have a focus segment this week. Oh, How nice. about that? Yes. Yeah, a little uh, extended episode here. Um, you know that beautiful park that they built off, off of uh, Hawkins Path? It's yep. gorgeous. They just finished it up. Uh, a lot of things going on there. And I uh, got to sit down with uh, Lenore Paparaki, who's the mm-hmm. president of the Middle Country Chamber of Commerce. Nice. And uh, she's talking about uh, a program that they're doing there to honor our veterans. Oh, that's nice. Yes. Yeah, so uh, nice. here's that segment.
So we're here in the studio with Lenora Paprocki from the Greater Middle Country Chamber of Commerce, the president of the Chamber of Commerce, and you're back on the show. Welcome and back. Thank you so much. It's, it's been great. a while. It's been a while. Yes. Too long. Too way, long. Way too it's long. So, so nice to have you back. Thank you. And um, the reason why we have you down this week is to talk about something that's really special going on that the Chamber is is doing for our service men and service women uh, with this uh, program called the Hometown Heroes Banners. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what that is? Sure, of course. So the Hometown Heroes Banners um, are um, a way to honor our men and women in this service or any branch of service uh, who are deceased and or um, still active. It doesn't matter as long as they served in um, any branch of service. The family can um, go ahead and send us some information, um, and actually that information would go directly to a, a website, very simple. It's info at mchometownheroes.com. Again, it's okay. info, info at mchometownheroes.com, and heroes is spelt with an E. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tomatoes, tomatoes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. And um, send us some information. Um, they can go right on that, um, uh, right on that email address, and, mm -hmm. and ask us for to send the information over. Uh, but with the idea of um, and how this came about is we're having um, due to uh, Kevin Laval, our past councilman, was able to finally make a reality out of that beautiful um, veterans park. It's amazing. It's it's beautiful. If you have not been there, I highly recommend you taking a drive past. It's it really is something that was needed so badly in this area. Mm -hmm. So um, with that being said, uh, trying to think of how we can um, really uh, take that veterans park up one more, even just one more step. Sure. And uh, why not? Have you know you see these banners all over the place down streets exactly. and stuff everywhere yeah, you look yeah. is banners banners. If it's not banners. an advertisement, it's it, something it, else. It, exactly. <laughs> so you know what I said. You know, here's the perfect perfect spot to uh, to honor our men and women in the service was in the Veterans Park. It made right. so much sense. Obviously, and now I don't have to worry about we don't have to worry about the Middle Country Chamber. It doesn't have to worry about getting um, permits to hang things on streets and stuff. Right. And people driving past 55 miles exactly. an hour, they don't see it anyway. Yeah. Here now, it's going to become a part of um, these banners. Will become a part of the um, the park itself, and people can enjoy. And, and take their time as they're strolling through the park. We're going to start with um, the fences mm -hmm. that surround um, on either side of the soccer field. Okay. Right on Boyle Road. And if this, this uh, program can grow as big as, as we anybody wants it to. Sure. Because there's plenty of other spots we can find to hang banners exactly. if that happens. Uh, so I'm highly recommending everybody to, to go ahead and find some information out. Um, about it uh, to order the banner and to give us the right information. Yeah. There is some, you know, obviously something to validate that these people um, were or are in the service, um, certain forms that they have to fill out and such. Sure, exactly. And um, this is um, uh, sponsored by, partially sponsored by the Middle Country Chamber of Commerce. Fantastic. Yeah. So what are the banners going to look like? Are they just going to be texts, pictures? What, yeah, what are we so, um, you know, I've seen, we've actually just had a meeting just moments ago uh, <laughs> to kind of find Analyze the ba the banner itself, and I think what's going to turn out to be is it's, you know, it's a 18 by 36 banner. Nice size. And um, we'll have um, some, f you know, 
flag-like symbol on the top and on the bottom. The patriotic the, looking. The patriotic America, looking. America. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what we want to um, want to bring forth. And um, it'll say something like uh, Middle Country Chamber honors hometown heroes. And then the picture of the person, uh, their name, their um, date of service, the service that they were in, hopefully also a medallion of the service nice, members. Yeah. So this way it kind of really depicts Ties where they yeah, were. Uh-huh. Um, and, um, you know, both sides, two sides, it's, a, you know, pictures and information exactly the same on both sides because, you know, you got to fig- figure these banners are hanging off the um, the fence yes. in the soccer field. People be- can, can be coming from the right and people can be coming sure. from the left. Yeah. And they're going to see the same thing on either exactly. side. There's no back of a banner on this. Where on a road, there is a back of a banner. True. You know. Yes. Um, so we have no back. It's it's a double-sided banner. And, um, you know, we uh, we expect it to be uh, very popular. And, um, you know, so. looking forward to, uh, you know, uh, getting some um, some good feedback on it. Uh, yeah. And um, and I'd have to say everybody mark their calendars on November fourth. Um, it's a Saturday. Uh, we're going. The chamber is going to be hosting a Veterans Day in the park. Oh, at excellent. Veterans Park, Fantastic. and we're going to showcase and and uh, kind of like unveil. Even though they're sure. going to be, be you could, everybody's going to start seeing them be put up now. Yeah, exactly. Because as we get them created, you're putting the, them up the right away. Parks department's putting them right up. They're nice. going right back up. Nice. Um, but uh, on November fourth is the the day of really unveiling, if you want to call it that. But we're also going to be a day of music, and um, there's going to be all. Um, nonprofit organizations um, within our community uh, um, that can showcase themselves and get people more aware of what their services are. There's so many things out there that are um, great, wonderful not-for-profit organizations that help the community. Absolutely. A lot of people don't know about they it. They don't, no. So this is our way of giving it back in every way, not only just to honor our um, our men and women in the service, but also to honor and showcase the not-for-profits that are doing good deeds exactly. in our backyard. And it's so important. And you know that holds near and dear I to me. I do, I do, yes. Um, with the not-for-profits and, and doing good deeds in exactly. our backyard. So yep. this is November 4th. It's 11 to 4. It's going to be an all-day thing, lots of fun. Nice. Um, and uh, hopefully bring some new people who haven't decided to come yet to look at the park. Although, I, as I mentioned earlier, highly recommend yeah, them drive no, past because that park is, it's, is spectacular. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. It's something we needed so badly. In and something we've been talking about for many, many years now oh to, for, to have it actually come out. Because I remember going <laughs> to chamber meetings That's and right. them showing us like, okay, this is where we want to put it. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So it, it, it'll be a nice, uh, it, it's such a nice addition. It really is. Exactly. And a long time coming, as you said. So. And you know, I, I have a feeling that the chamber is going to be doing many wonderful things at the park. I would say that is definitely <laughs> so true. A lot to look forward you know, to, right? Absolutely. We're probably moving our uh, community fair music fest to I, the park I, next that's what year. I hear. That's going to be great. Yeah, we've got our fingers crossed for that. <laughs> and we're going back to April. Oh, excellent. Yeah, we're going back Very to good. April. The last weekend in April work seems to work the sure. best, um, unfortunately, because we got hit with a monsoon. That's right. At the end of April of this year, we yeah, had yeah. to push it off, and uh, we just had it a couple of weekends ago on yeah, August it was 19th. Very, it did very well. It was, it was, it was a great event, yeah. um, and, uh, you know, I think it was great for the community. But you're, you're co- combating against um, tons of other 
community Issues. events yeah, all yeah, over yeah, the place. Yeah. So, you know, I think we had really just all the middle country people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, nobody was venturing out to to the other neighborhoods exactly. that were having, you know, clam fests and bake fests know, and all yeah. these other things that were going on. So we had most of our local people. But, uh, you know, in order to showcase our, um, our area and, you know, look, middle country is back to growing again, um, you know, um, hopefully uh, very soon a lot of this empty – um, blighted property will be um, re- will be bought out and, right. and changed up, and we're going to see some. I think in the horizon, and hopefully the near horizon, we'll yeah. see some great things happen on Middle Country Road. And it's exciting. And it is. It is exciting to watch your community grow back, um, and and to become what we've always envisioned it to be. Exactly. So, yeah, it makes Fantastic. a big difference. So, so hometown hero banners, please. Anybody who's yes, interested. Yes, that email address again. It is info at mchometownheroes.com. And we'll put that in the show notes so people can take Thank a look at so that. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lenora, for coming down. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, very good. That does it for that segment and that does it for this episode Mm -hmm. if you want to listen to older episodes or read our show notes where can you go our website right do you know our website uh, there uh, Nicole go for it go for it it's like no, H-H-T-P-S is it mcplibrary.com slash podcast five years ago it was okay that's the last time you asked me it's mcplpodcast.com oh okay very easy yes you can go there read our show notes or the blog Sarah you know what the blog is right what is the blog mcplpodcast.com blog no it's blog.mcplpodcast.com and this you know what because I don't okay I don't ever go to websites I just google it okay I Google the words, but I never type in like www. Or you go there once and save it. You save it. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. That's true. So go there once, people, and save it. And save it. Yes, yes. Yes. And you can uh, see our older episodes, read show notes, do all that kind of stuff. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button, hit subscribe, and if you're listening to us on your favorite podcast app, we'd appreciate a review. So thank you so much for listening. For Sarah Fade and Nicole Rambo, I'm Saldi Vincenzo. See you on the next show.